happy, Vicky, just be happy with this quick game. Hello, good morning, rise and shine, get the coffee going, wake and bake, get to work, do what you need to do, and tune in to the quickie. I'm Trevor Beggs, you're listening to the quickie, part of the Nux Misconduct Network. <clears throat> you know you got Silky and Filthy, sipping on a 40 power of the towel, and of course the quickie. Go subscribe to the network, go find what you like. Today I continue my look around the NHL at one of my favorite cities in the NHL, Montreal. Talked about those Montreal Canadians. Now, the NHL is talking about having neutral sites, one site in each division. If the NHL season is to return, you can bet that Montreal is not on that list. Quebec, uh, put your heart, hearts out to Quebec. They've been hit hardest here in Canada by the coronavirus. And Montreal in general, you know, a winning franchise throughout most of their history. They've been going through a bit of a downturn of late. You know, fans this season thought that they had a better chance of making the playoffs, that they were a bit of an underrated team. And eventually injuries took their toll. Key players such as Paul Byron. Paul Byron? Really? He's a key player? And of course, Jonathan Drouin are just two of a few players to miss good chunks of time this season. But when I look at the roster, there's two players that jump out to me as the biggest surprise players. I'm going to give an honorable mention here to Thomas Tatar, who has 61 points in 68 games despite playing just 60 minutes of ice time a game. Pretty low for a top forward on the team, and I know that Claude Julian, he likes to spread the offense out. But damn, Joel Armia gets more time on ice than Thomas Tatar. Thomas Tatar is actually sixth among Canadians forwards, but he's their leading point getter by 14 points. A pretty impressive feat, but I'm going to go with Nick Suzuki. Okay, Nick Suzuki just turned 20 at the beginning of this NHL season and had a decent year. There were some, some shoes to fill with, again, forwards like Byron and Duran under the lineup. And he had a solid season. Suzuki, 13 goals, 41 points in 71 games. He's a rookie that hasn't really been talked about because of guys like Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr stealing all the headlines. Nick Suzuki also had a bit of a slow start too. Guys like Victor Olofsson overshadowed him despite the fact that Olofsson is a good four years older than Nick Suzuki. Nick Suzuki is going to be a great hockey player. He's going to be a solid second line forward. But it kind of brings me to the Canadians' next problem. Again, when I look at Nick Suzuki, I see someone who's a bit of a smaller, more skilled Bo Horvat. At the same age, 20 years old, the two had almost identical numbers, 41 points. Although that, that was Horvat's second season in the NHL, of course, because he was 19 in his first season with the Canucks. But Horvat, 41 points in his second year. Again, Suzuki, a lock for this for the second line center of the future there in Montreal. Which brings me to the biggest disappointment. Yes, Perry Kotkaniemi. You know, I mentioned that name, Quinn Hughes. Gets talked about a lot here in Vancouver. But Quinn Hughes, I hope he haunts the dreams of the Montreal Canadiens for years to come. I know the Montreal Canadiens reached there. They wanted their centermen. Yes, Perry Kotkaniemi at third overall. Again, take what I say with a grain of salt. I don't slave over the prospects like Pronman 
Cam Robinson, all those studs. But I try to get games in when I can. And from what I've seen in Kakaniemi, in the Finnish league, and with the Canadians, I just don't think he's ever going to warrant that third overall selection. That's high praise for a guy who's, again, he might top out as a second line center. He's certainly got skill. He's young, 19 years old. But damn, Montreal, you missed out on a chance to draft Quinn Hughes. So thank you. Thank you for that. All right, one trip, one compliment for the city of Montreal before I get out of here. My one chirp is, come on, okay, Montreal, you're probably the most English, French city in Quebec, okay? French is prevalent throughout the whole province. Fun fact, English isn't even, even a recognized language in Quebec. It's just French. So if you're English speaking only, good luck. Good luck trying to find a job there. Because you know, they don't like the English speaking people only in Montreal. But I gotta say, Montreal is one of my most favorite cities in Canada. It's a fucking fun city. If you want to go have some fun, go to Montreal. If you're an American and you're near Quebec, obviously, after everything dies down with this COVID-19 pandemic, go check out Montreal. You will not be disappointed. Great city, old Montreal. Just a beautiful city. Go check it out. It's awesome. And thank you for checking out the quickie. Joining us here. As we record in quarantine, whether it's me recording the quickie, whether it's Kyle and I recording Silky and Filthy, whether it's Nick doing Power of the Towel, or should I say Power of the Purell from his basement, we're all getting things done here. Thanks for listening here on the Knox Misconduct Network.